0: Welcome to the Curate Podcast, where we are pursuing the beautiful life together. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Curate Podcast, where we discuss all things woman. I am here today with Catherine Wales, a drama teacher at Hillsdale Academy and Hillsdale Classical. She's married to Professor Jordan Wales, with whom she has three spirited boys. Catherine, it's so good to have you on today.
1: Thank you so much. Great to be here.
0: So jumping right in, your article for this week's Curate covers a big topic right now in our society and does so in a very clear and truthful way. Self-love is something that's being preached more and more, but I think it's often misinterpreted or misused. So to begin with, how do you define self-love?
1: Well, I've really believed that that misunderstanding comes from a deeper misunderstanding about what love is, that love is is God, God is love. And what does that kind of love look like? Well, it's self-giving and it's deeply united to um, our human dignity made in the image and likeness of God we we must participate in love because that's what we were made for. So the way in which the culture has kind of hijacked this concept in a sense and said, you know what, I love myself the way I am. Uh, I don't have to change. I don't have to grow because this is me. Take it or leave it. If you're going to leave it, I'll take it. <laughs> like I, I'll give myself the kind of unconditional love that I so desire but can't seem to find anywhere because people are looking in the wrong place as they always Mm -hmm. have right and um, I think it's important that women especially busy moms I mean that's that's my life that's my friends is what I see mostly they 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 have to really participate in 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 an authentic self-love that is related to self-care on a kind of practical level but also really live day-to-day in such a way that sort of creates love, um, Mm -hmm. that creates love in their marriage, in their family, among their friends, in their community. And and we have to remember that, you know, Jesus tells us we have to love our neighbor as ourself. And I think a lot of people are kind of confused by that because— especially in conservative Christian cultures like our own. We, we hear, you know, you're supposed to deny yourself. You're supposed, you're supposed to forget yourself. Uh, that is true. That That is part of the transcendence of self that we're invited to, um, that we really must come to eventually. But uh, But then what do we do with this love your neighbor as yourself part? I mean, I think we have to really understand that what's being what we're being told there is that we're worthy of love mm-hmm. and we have to really believe that and live from that belief and then share the love that we have inside ourselves with others you can't give what you don't have and the the, the kind of funny thing is, is that we do have it we just have to know it we have to see mm-hmm. it and then share it
0: that's that's incredible. So you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what are some of the biggest misconceptions when it comes to self-love?
1: Definitely that part about not needing to change. Um, and because we we do, we have to change all the time. We must be growing. We must be growing towards a more true image of who we're made to be. And We're called to perfection by Christ, and that's often, I think, misunderstood too, but that is the goal. We are trying to Mm. build in virtue and move beyond our vices, really see them, really name them and claim them and and try to understand where they come from. Uh, How did we develop those particular bad habits of behavior or of mind, and once we can understand them, then we can do something about them. That is part of just what it is to live, is just to grow, is to change and become better, to become more patient, to become more humble. All of that is is uh, part of this. So I think that we don't want to make the mistake of thinking, well, the world is in the business of sort of treating Treating yourself, um, I'm thinking about Parks and Rec. (laughs) (laughs) Treat yourself. (laughs) What's great about that, though, is that they, it's, that is done, I can't remember those characters' names right now, it's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, they do it together, actually. like The the treat yourself is not just this individual thing, it's a friend, it's a friendship bonding kind of activity in the end, or how it's portrayed in the show anyway. I really thought that was good to show that there is no treating yourself in isolation, Mm. truly, right? Mm -hmm. I mean those kinds of self-care things that are like exercise, showering regularly, like those <laughs> kinds of things. Like that's those are the basics, right? Like, yeah, yeah that that's not actually a treat. You're not treating yourself. Not, and that, and I think moms can sometimes feel guilty about even things like that when the needs mm-hmm. of the children are so pressing and so present that yeah. we, can, we can tend to forget ourselves in ways that are actually harmful for the child, ironically. Like <laughs> yeah. you, you have to care about what it is you're giving them. Because as as I said before, you Mm -hmm. you can't give what you don't have. I think that's really important to remember and to be able to pay attention to what our needs are by like looking around at what happens when we get out of sorts, when we're in a funk, like when some needs are not being met, how, how do we respond? And then when we see that disorder and dysfunction, we can say, whoa, where did that come from? And pull back, go back and say, what's the source? of this. Mm -hmm. That's what has to happen every day. And I think the just love yourself mantra of the world just, it it so tragically skips that stuff. (laughs) Like just, you don't need to do that work, but that's just wrong. Yeah.
0: So you, again, have kind of been getting at this point, but why, why is self-love important? Why do we need to do it?
1: So that we can love others better, definitely. And so that we ourselves can be happy in that kind of deepest sense of kind of practicing our worth, I guess is kind of what I want to say, like, like mm-hmm. the, the acts of love that we perform in our lives, doing the things that are good for us and for others is what um, actually makes up a life that, I mean, you're, you're, you're always in community no mm-hmm. matter what, whether you realize it or not. Even if you feel extremely lonely, you are part of a larger body. You are, mm-hmm. whether, whether you see it or not and i think that when I, in a lot of ways this this experience is a bit paradoxical and and we are we know this that when we serve others we feel better mm-hmm. you know that's that's yeah. that's a gift to them and and also to ourselves so why do it i mean because we we can't not in a way like we we really when we don't love ourselves we we can't really participate in the in the relationships of love that we that we are worthy of that we're called into if we don't see ourselves as lovable we're lying to ourselves and Mm -hmm. and we're also lying to the people around us who want to love us and want to be loved by us and living a lie is just the worst kind of tragedy that kind of um Self-deception is really uh, what we have to come out of. I've been listening to the Inferno as part of this hundred days of Dante effort that I believe Baylor started um, and it's been really important for me as I'm revisiting it because I've studied it three times in college actually, but that's a long time ago. The theme of the Inferno is self-deception mm. like what what is what is the human person capable of? lying to to the self, about what's true, uh, uh, about, their, about our dignity, about God, about the world, about reality, that we don't see. It's a blindness. It's a deafness. And uh, so as I've been thinking about this concept of, of self-love, I mean, that's, that's really what, what Dante is being invited into and drawn mm-hmm. up into as he progresses through hell on, on his way to purgatory in heaven, uh, paradise. It's all a project of love, the whole thing. And many times he has to learn lessons about his own blindness. Mm-hmm. He has to be to- told over and over and over that God loves him and he is worthy of love, just like we do. We need to be reminded of that.
0: Yeah, wow. So, this is Addie Longnecker, and I'm here today with Catherine Wales on the Curate podcast on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. So, how do you develop an authentic self awareness? to keep yourself from falling into that deception
1: definitely developing a a close intimate prayer life I mean just checking in with love himself (laughs) (laughs) and uh, being really honest with yourself about your struggles what kinds of struggles you have I mean I examine my conscience regularly and I would say also just friends who really see you and really Mm. know you and are willing to tell you the truth about yourself. I mean, marriage is, I recommend marriage (laughs) 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 for, (laughs) for, um, not being self deceived. If, I mean, if you are married to somebody who really cares about these things that I'm talking about, in fact, he taught me a lot of these things. Um, then there's an accountability there that Mm. is just really important. I mean, I know that, it's my vocation to be married to Jordan Wales, to my particular husband, because he's the one who can show me these things about mm. myself and about God and about um, and about himself. And I learned so much about the human condition by being really close to one <laughs> <laughs> and raising a few. Um, yeah, I, I think just having good relationships uh, that were like really true relationships is is the most important way I mean what, what really makes me sad about the kind of self-love preached in the world is, is that it's mm-hmm. it's truly a loneliness it's it's mm-hmm. a cry for help I feel tremendously grateful that, that I have friends who you know have made it possible for me to just love well you know and i, I have taught me, mm-hmm. taught me to see better from my mistakes, of course, too, like sharing the really hard parts of life with friends and not hiding those away for the sake of the, the image that you're trying to project to the world and trying to protect, pr- project to yourself, but instead being really honest. I mean, that's how this work gets done, this mm-hmm. kind of purifying work of um, loving and being loved.
0: So what are some practical ways to practice and get in the mm. habit of this proper self-love and sort of self-care?
1: Yeah, that question just makes me think about how much I love my elliptical machine. <laughs> 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 um. uh. I get a lot of, uh, i got to say rage, that's kind of my go-to vice, Um, (laughs) out on my elliptical machine. I I really like that kind of exercise. I I can't do a lot of other kinds of exercise because of a leg problem, but um, that one I can do, and I, I, I always listen to music, sometimes I watch shows now that they're on my phone, but... I love to really just work really hard on that machine and listen to music that really means something to me and mm-hmm. uh, kind of sweat it out. Sweat, like, like when, when I'm having trouble processing something and something is confusing to me, th- that is a place where I can go and really truly achieve some clarity from that work of moving mm-hmm. my body and mm-hmm. getting in touch with my body, putting myself back inside of my body instead of being too much in my head um so that is that really helps me I mean I don't do it in public because it gets messy and I usually cry (laughs) so I but uh I find that I mean that's really part of it too just being really uh, in touch with my emotions Mm. I mean I I have always been a really emotional person, and I finally found a way to get paid for that, which is directing <laughs> plays. <laughs> so that's definitely part of it. And and I'll you know, on that subject too. I mean, I'm doing what I really love to do most, which is to uh, direct Shakespeare plays. I'm, I'm doing the Christmas Carol again with um, the younger kids at the at the uh, Hillsdale Classical. I love that so much. I love that story so much. I love those kids so much. I mean that, just directing, being up there with them, helping them to see what drama is and what they're capable of and what the story can communicate. Mm. I've, I've, I'm in love when I'm doing that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. that's exactly uh, where I really feel my my talents coming together and. Um, it's a kind of self-emptying. That's and that's that's God's love, right? He's 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 eternally emptying Himself into each of the other persons of the Trinity. Uh, my mm-hmm. husband just was explaining this the other day. It was great, so <laughs> in his <laughs> class. So um, I I really would give the advice like. <laughs> pay close attention to what what it is that you're good at what you like mm-hmm. to do and do that thing i mean this is we've heard this before it's, a, it's kind of a cliche even but the, it's really um true do what you're good at and you'll feel good about yourself and mm-hmm. and it will be easier mm-hmm. to to perform self-love too love yourself because you have confidence in what you're doing you see the fruit of your labor so find a way to work that in i mean i'm really fortunate to have two part-time jobs uh that don't really conflict with my home life because my kids are in school so that uh that's how i, I can balance all of that out mm-hmm. um show week is a little rough <laughs> <laughs> on my family but yeah it's uh it's usually not worth it, right, honey? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're listening to the Curate Podcast on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Addie Langnicker, and speaking with me today is Catherine Wales on the topic of self-love and <clears throat> care. All throughout this, you've touched on faith, and I want to ask just real directly, how do self-love and faith interact?
1: Um, I think the practice of faith is an act of self-love, and it's an act of love of God. I mean faith is a relationship with god who is love i've already sort of said that a couple mm-hmm. times but um that if your faith if your if your practice of faith is actually harmful i mean i've seen this before um that if if you have a kind of notion of who god is that that's actually incredibly anxiety producing and something that that is actually fear based or I, th- I think that it's really important to get a more true view of who who God is that 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 relationship of coming to know Him better and better and letting ourselves be really known by him that is the best, I guess interplay i suppose of of self love and faith. I think that um it's really important to examine the ways in which faith has been presented to you in your life, because that's where some of these kind of incorrect notions can come from, you know, because we're all all formed in a family or in a community uh, with certain notions about who God is and who we are. And some of those are not true. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a lot of the work of growing up, and especially, you know, being in college and uh, becoming who you really are, yes, you, you have to kind of sort through that stuff mm-hmm. and find the mm-hmm. things that are not true and say that they're not true and continue to search for the truth and find a way to do that that is um, really, I think you have to have patience for uh, the people who may have given you the wrong impression of who you are or who God is and try to love them knowing that they, they did their best, um, tried their best, uh, but that, that doesn't mean that their best is, is right. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's a, I mean, that's a big topic if we go off in that direction, but you can't actually have this kind of wholeness. You can't build this, this whole person that you're, you're really, I mean, another way of putting like what the task is is this kind of growing in holiness it's also growing in wholeness Mm -hmm. um to integrate these kind of parts of us that are maybe in conflict uh the way we we were raised with the way we want to be or images of ourselves that come from friendships that were actually really harmful or uh Dating relationships that did damage. Like, we had to constantly be sorting that out. What is true and what is not true. Hang on to the truth and uh, be, be patient and try to be understanding as you discard the things that are not true and not blame, not blame the people, but try to understand uh, where they were coming from, mm-hmm. th- those who may have led you astray understand how that might have happened and forgive. I mean, a lot of self love is, is about being able to forgive people. Um, in my group at the Grotto this year, we've been talking about friendship. Emma Lindley has joined me for that, which is such a treat because she's a great friend of mine. And so the two of us have been talking a lot about friendship as the main theme, but but we, we've we seen how the self-love question, self-care question is, is very much intimately tied into that. As I was saying earlier about mm-hmm. these relationships are really what's kind of most important. We really don't want to give in to the other kind of message from the world which is you just cut those people out of your life mm, mm-hmm. right they're yeah. toxic get away that's that would be easier you mm-hmm. know in some ways but it would also be uh really harmful because some of those people we we really do need mm-hmm. uh, and we want to be close to them and, and it's possible that those relationships are really salvageable but it's going to take time and it's going to take work but that's part of the self-love too is are you worth Telling the truth about who you actually are mm-hmm. versus who someone else thinks you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can you hold those intention? Can you still love people who are not very good at loving, um, or were never shown how to love? That's really what Christ means by "love your enemies," I think. It's not the people on the other side of the argument or something. It's yeah. people who can't tell you the truth about yourself. So you have to go and find it. You have to say, look, you did your best, but I've got got to keep going. I've got to keep looking.
0: Thank you so much for coming on today. It has been such a pleasure. This has been Addie Longnecker with Catherine Wales on the Curate Podcast, Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.